Yo, what's really good? It's your main man, Sean Little from the No Catch-Up Podcast. Wanted to send a reminder, make sure you rate and review No Catch-Up, available everywhere, iTunes, Spotify, wherever you listen to podcasts, No Catch-Up is on there. Make sure you tell everyone it's the best sports podcast in the world. Drop that five-star review, pass the links to the homies, let everybody know. You know the deal, No Catch-Up, Sports Talk via Chicago. Lock in. No Catch-Up. No catch-up. What's really good, my people? Welcome into No Catch Up Sports Talk via Chicago. I'm your host, Sean Little. Big Nick the Quick. With me is always Calvin Ridley, man. He pulled out the DraftKings app, typed it in, he did it. Bet $1,500. I think he had three different parlays, but either way it goes. He bet money on the Atlanta Falcons and the NFL. You can't do that if you're a player in the NFL. He got the year suspension. He'll be out for next year. We're going to talk about that. So... A lot of that we're going to break down is so now Stephen Ross was telling was telling people to throw games. Where, when is his punishment coming out? We, there's a there's a lot of different things that we could talk about with this. Calvin really suspended for the full next year. Me and Nick will go break that down. Then we're moving to NBA. I put some futures bets in last night. I'm going to talk to Nick about that. I actually asked him. We talked about it. I'm going to give my uh, my thought process on my futures bets for the NBA. They're all NBA champion. So we're going to talk about that. Sixers played last night. They beat up the Bulls. We're going to talk MVP a little bit. And also, should LeBron James shut it down? Should he pack it in? Is, is what he's going through worth it right now? He was on the bench last night, incognito, eating popcorn. We'll break that down. And then I'll, yeah, him, bring the, him bring the portable tumbler of wine? It, yeah, no, no. It was just popcorn last <laughs> night. <laughs> so... We'll talk about that, and then I want to ask Nick about his favorite buzzer beaters. We know what's going on. March Madness is on the way. His favorite type of buzzer beater, a little different angle on the buzzer beater. No catch-up. Stay locked with us. Big Nick the Quick, what's goody? What's going on? What's I'm the good feeling, word? Man, I'm feeling great, man. How are you doing? I'm good, bro. Bro, we Nice and early today, man. We early today. Wait, man, I think we, I think we got to tell the people. I think we got to tell the people what we did on Friday, man. What so you mean? We, 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 uh, so we talk about it all the time, man. Your big thing is make sure you see everybody when you get a chance to. Oh, so yeah. we had, we, we had to go to the UC, see, see Giannis. And, uh, man, yeah, I was, seats were a little better than mine, though. Seats were decent, a little bit closer. <laughs> um, <laughs> but man, it made me think about it. So I'm gonna go ahead and say this, man. Seen a lot of games, seen a lot of athletes, seen a lot of people in person. Giannis might be. And when we saw Braun a couple years ago, I said this, but I think Giannis might take it. Giannis might be the most physically impressive human being I think I've ever seen uh, in 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 an arena of play. Um, like legitimate seven feet tall. Yeah. Legitimate biggest arms I've ever seen in my entire life. Like ridiculously cut, moves like a gazelle, freakishly athletic. Like I was going through it, like certain people – like through all the games that I've been to, like really stand out, right? Like, and, and I'm and I'm throwing Giannis in that list. Like for me, it was Giannis live the other day because again, yeah. like you just got to see him. Like TV doesn't do justice how large of a human being he is, 
Uh, but just like again, just like physically, just ridiculous. Um, so I got I got Giannis. I'd be interested to hear what you got on this. I got Giannis. I got Braun when we saw him. Braun landing the row right in front of us, as big as advertised, as physical as advertised. Uh, yo, almost landed in our lap. Yeah, yeah. Mo- moves just like you think, like quick, fast. Like it, it, it's incredibly impressive. You add that to the fact that he was what 34, 35 when we saw him. Um, LeBron is in a different category, right? Then I'm gonna go back. I'm gonna go back a few years. I saw Rashard Mendenhall in high school. <laughs> Best player I've ever seen in my entire life. <laughs> yeah, I played against Rashard Mendenhall. He was no joke. Just different. You know how you like in high school? There's guys you come across, and you're like, "Oh, that dude's league bound." Yeah, could have Rashad Rashad Mendenhall was league bound. A hundred percent. That's it. It. I got him. No, Sean Moreno came to uh, came to ASU. Georgia was the number one team in the country at the time. No, Sean Moreno came to ASU, and he he was unbelievable. Um, I think that was the game where like he jumped in from the nine yard line. He's yeah, just, famous, just famously jumped in and caught the pylon. Yeah. yeah, yeah, didn't necessarily have the greatest NFL career, but I know coming into uh, coming into college, he was a highly touted recruit. He was absolutely ridiculous. And then the last one, and I know you would have. I don't think you got to see him in college, but this guy. Um, was a video game. Obviously, if you watched him on TV, it was a video game number-wise. But in person, in person, the fastest human being I have ever seen in my entire life on any field was Reggie Bush. Yeah. Hands down. He might be the most impressive person I've ever seen just because he – it was The unfair. agility was different. Yeah, he was like 102 speed on Madden um, in yeah. college and everybody else like an 88. So those are my top five. But after seeing Giannis the other day – Oh man, he he he's he's way up there because again, like he he is a legitimate seven foot solid, and like I can't describe the size of his arm and just like what it looked like. Yeah, it just TV doesn't do it justice, man. Giannis is up there. I'll 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 go a little different route. I won't say physically impressive, but like just looked different than everybody else. So Giannis is up there. He's just ridiculous, right? Yeah, and. LeBron is up there. I've seen LeBron multiple times now. I saw LeBron drop a, a triple-double at the Garden. It's like a 35-point triple-double. It was a ridiculous performance. He was going crazy. And that's when he had first started doing the uh, the silencer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, yeah, so like <laughs> he was doing that all the time. Like, so LeBron dropping – LeBron is crazy in, in person. It's funny, LeBron doesn't – he doesn't look as, as bulky in person – but he still looks really like lean and big. lean as shit. Yeah, yeah like. right. So LeBron's up there, you know. Uh, yo, and then okay, before I give you my most impressive guy live, I'll give you the flip side. I've also seen Harden. Looks like a regular cat, just tall. His lo- arms are a little long. Yeah, but like it just proves how crazy, crafty, and smart, and how much he knows the game of basketball and and, and what he could do because he does. Because he is not like the physical dude where you're like, man, this dude should be. I don't know if he should be. I feel, I feel like Jokic would be that way too. Like, I need to see, I need yeah. to see Jokic live because, yeah, yeah, I feel like he'd just be like, this dude has no business doing this. Yeah. Okay. So I will say this. I was in, I went to, I went to Madrid for Messi, Real Madrid, Barcelona. I saw Leo Messi. Uh-oh. I saw Ronaldo, but I saw Leo Messi. <laughs> And the first time I saw Leo on the ball, like he picked up the ball in the middle of the pitch and he was pushing forward, 
It looked completely different than everybody. It's just, it just different. This dude with the ball right now, whoever <laughs> this dude, and like I knew who it was, right? Yeah, yeah. But like I said, you didn't know who Messi was. You would have instantly you were known. Just watching him for the first time, you'd be like, "Who is this dude on the ball?" Because right. he just looked different. Looks he different. Was going in and out of people, he was doing his thing. So yeah, Cody P, what's up, baby? Jay, good that's, morning, my. That's G. like the uh, that's like the Bill Simmons test. He's like, if you were to drop a bunch of aliens in a game, like who who would stand out? You know, what I'm saying that don't know anything about the sport. And like, yeah, like so that, that that's messy for you. Just yeah, stood man. out. Just stood out. It was just completely just different. Just like, whoa, he like jumped off the field. Like this yeah, dude yeah. looks different on the ball. So yeah, man, I feel you. I feel you. Shout out, uh, shout out Giannis. That was a good ass game, man. Yeah, it was. UC was rocking. This is the thing, bro. When the, if the Bulls are losing, the Bulls are losing games at the crib. It's, it's really trouble. Yeah, because we're not. We've never. I said this earlier in the year. We just look different at home. And uh, like going on the road to to like Philly and Miami, like those are those are L's at the moment. So well, I mean, let's, and I think it's you know the injuries. The injuries are what they are, right? And I know that once we get some of these dudes back, and we keep talking about it, once we get some of these dudes back, we're going to be better. It's true, but though. at the same at the same time, you we got to properly place the Bulls where they are. Which is right, well, hold on, because like, we'll get to the Bulls. We'll get to the Bulls. We'll get to the Bulls, and we'll get to the NBA. Wait, let's get this Calvin. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, go. Let's get this Calvin Ridley out of the way. Calvin Ridley suspended for the 2022 NFL season. It's almost like a year and a half suspension, if we're being if we're being honest. Because you think he was shadow suspended in October? Yeah. They what? tried to say the team didn't know about it till last yeah, month. Yeah, no, that didn't man, sound I right. don't want to hear that. That yeah. doesn't make sense to me. I, I I would think that he got the the a. Hey, go ahead, and sit down while we figure this out. Yeah, and and we'll let you keep continue to get paid. But let us go ahead and figure this out, and then we'll we'll make a decision and, and sure. get confirmation. For sure. Um, Calvin Ridley out twenty twenty two season. He bet fifteen hundred dollars on a. From what I read, it was a a multitude of things. Eighteen parlay. So yeah, he clearly did. He clearly wasn't the savviest gambler in the world. <laughs> he's trying to get. He's trying, trying to grab an eighteeners. Yeah, right here grabbing eight. And for those that don't gamble, like. When you, you lay things like 18 parlays, I don't care if you put in eight ultra favorites, like you're gonna get some good odds. So you're really chasing you're chasing some crazy ass number that looks attractive and and, and bleacher report and uh all these fan duels are all really great on their social medias. BR betting is a great one of showing you these people who hit these 10 to 12 to 13 team yeah. parlays and I bet 20 and one 125,000. Listen, that's all cap. <laughs> They don't mind paying those out because so many people marketing. are laying those parlays. Yeah, it's a marketing cost, and so many people are laying those, and you will never hit those. I've been gambling for I don't know how many years. I don't think I've ever touched a parlay over maybe like a five-teamer, like on some really lucky shit. But you start talking 9, 10, 11. I don't know anybody who's ever hit a 9, 10, or 11-team parlay. Like you, it's very, it's, it's, very, it's impossible. It's, it's the lottery. You can't bet on nine things going right in your own life, let alone somebody else's. You know what I mean? So, like, the shit, the odds just don't match up. But, I mean, so, yeah, all that, that's how you knew. When I read that 18 parlays, I'm like, oh, he was just bullshit. He's just fucking around. Fucking so around. So, he's at the crib. He didn't play. Well, this is the other thing. that it, Maybe part of that is right that he was – they didn't know about it the month because he was out when he was betting. Yeah. It wasn't like he was betting and was playing. So, what are your thoughts on the whole situation? I – um. I think this is a this is a fair punishment to be completely honest because we can't have people out here betting on games playing or not playing. You got to come down swift. 
Especially as the league is going into partnerships with these companies, that's the number one thing. We kind of protect the integrity of the game, and you cannot, you just can't yeah. do it. Yeah, yeah, is that yeah? So again, yeah, yeah, what you think? Yeah, so I mean, on the league side, I hundred percent get it, right? Like again, the league is. In, we, we we've been asking for. We we've always thought that the sports gambling shit and why it was illegal and all that was stupid, right? And I think in the last couple of years, you've seen it really started. I think with the NBA. Uh, but a lot of these leagues are now fully embracing it, right? To where you got the Bulls building a fan duel lounge inside of the UC, which is definitely going to be cracking. Um, <laughs> so they're going to, yeah, they're building fan duel lounges. You got, you got, you know, naming rights, all types of shit, DraftKings, fan duel, they're all over the place, right? So obviously, when that element came in to the sport, they got to make sure that they're protecting the integrity, man. You can't have players betting on games, you can't have coaches or managers betting on games. Pete Rose already showed you that. You can't have anybody associated really with the league that might have inside information betting on games. So obviously they put out a blanket rule so that you can't do it, right? Now, you go into a Vegas casino, you hand your man $1,000, he goes up to the ticket and goes to the window and places a ticket. Nobody really knows. But when you register for these gambling sites, you are putting your ID into the system. It has to check you. It has to verify you, right? And obviously, the NFL, they're going to be alerted to the fact that Calvin Ridley's name pops up and he's over here placing bets from some apartment in Georgia. Um, so, yeah, I don't I don't have any problem with the punishment. Um, it's the rule. If you don't like the rule, that's one thing, but it's still the rule. He was well aware of it. And uh, it's just a, a, a silly way to lose $11 million. Plus, as the league enters these new partnerships, they're going to make an example of the first person who breaks that rule, right? Because yeah. they want it to be a deterrent. We know that. Like, they want it to be a deterrent. They want everybody else to know, don't fuck around with this or it's going to cost you a year. Which is, you look at some of the suspensions the NFL has handed out, that's one of the lengthiest ones that we've seen. Right? I think they tried to hit John Vilma for the year for the bounty shit. That's the only other person I've ever seen get suspended for an entire year. Yeah. Um, yeah, so they, they, caught, they caught him for the full calendar. And it is what it is, man. It's going to cost them $11 million for $1,500 worth of bets, which to me is just crazy. But, again, they're setting a precedent, Sometimes you man. need that action, though, Jim. Yeah, Yeah, I guess so. But you could have given your man <laughs> – why not have your mans go on there and place yeah, the bet for you? You know what I'm saying? Shit. Like, there's that's 100 the different ways shit, around man. this shit, and yeah. you chose the stupidest way to do it. Like, you went on these federally registered websites or state-registered websites that have this software with the NFL where it alerts them when players are placing bets, like – Come on, man. You can't That's do smart, this. By the way, I didn't think I, I didn't know the NFL. I didn't think they would have that in place. I, I didn't think they, they would have it in place that. either. But it, but when I heard it, I was like, I'm not surprised. I'm sure the NBA has it. MLB has it. I'm sure UFC, boxing. UFC yeah. and boxing and them are probably the ones that were like, yeah, we absolutely need this because motherfuckers will throw a fight quick. Um, yeah. So, <laughs> like, for real. <laughs> um, it's, there's a lot of evidence of it out there, too. <laughs> um so yeah, shit like that, man. Like he had to know. So I don't, I don't, I don't feel bad, man. He's not like some. Uh, some you feel martyr. like the, you feel like the suspension is the length and all that is just because I yes. gotta. They, they want to set an example. You don't want this. Because listen, I think it just shows where. Look, listen. The NFL is very blatant about how they do things. They they don't care what you think or how they do it, and they've shown over the years that. You know, domestic abuse, stuff like that isn't as important as, you know, other things. For example, back in the shield. Yes. Ray Rice got two games for that fiance, for that, for that fiance thing. 
Greg Hardy got ten games for beating let's up. Call his it, let's girlfriend. call it what let's call it what it is. Let's give it justice. He he punched his fiance in the elevator. Yes, he, yes, he yeah, punched yeah, his fiance in yeah, the elevator. Yeah, yeah, go watch the video. Um, I ain't seen but, him since. Yo, but yo, I haven't seen him since either. But I still, seen him since. E- e- either way, Josh Gordon smoking weed. He's he's been he's been out of the league for how how long? Yeah, you know what? I saw that too. Josh Gordon smoking weed is really simplifying that situation. Josh Gordon got suspended from yeah. the league like fifteen different times. Yeah, but it was. Uh, that but guy, like, that, that, come on, come on, man, come on back. Like he, come on, that's like Josh Hamilton. Like, come on, dog. These, these. He, but I think his. But wasn't his initial like the first? I think it was. It was more was alcohol. It? I think a lot of it was alcohol related too. He was. I think he was wilding. But it was still substance abuse. Like, he was you're, on, not, I, you're not he, betting on the okay. He was, he was listen, on that OJ Mayo. I got, <laughs> he was on it. What's my man from uh, the old Kings PG? Oh, Tyreek Evans. He's on that Tyreek he, Evans. He just, he just got reinstated. Shout out Tyreek yeah, Evans. Yeah, shout out to you, Evans, man. I hope he comes get, back. Get him strong, a job, man. man. He's a bucket. Yeah, but I'll tell you this, man. Listen, <laughs> they look. You shouldn't be getting a whole season, be, like beating up your girlfriend. Shouldn't be a, a eighth of the suspension of betting on a game that you didn't play in. Absolutely, you shouldn't be doing either. But the 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 penalty is a little drastic. But it's like you said, it's it's because all the money that we got coming in with these partnerships, we can't risk any of this stuff going on. So we yeah. gotta we gotta come down swift and quickly. And I'm sure the league was explicit yeah. and very very clear about their rules on this particular matter. I think that one of the issues that, the, that that's kind of dogged the NFL is kind of a lack of transparency yeah. with a lot of these rules. I don't think this is one where anybody, you know, I think they were probably very crystal clear. Hey, if we catch y'all gambling, we will suspend you for the year. Yes. Sent right. the memo, sent the memo with a little NFL thing on top of it, comes through the fax machine, hits everybody email, whatever it is. Hey, this is the deal. If we catch y'all on here and trust me, we will catch y'all. I mean, the NFL employs private investigators. They employ former FBI people. They have a whole team full of NFL security people whose main job it is to protect the shield. And this type of shit, that's what they, they don't want. Listen, they saw <laughs> they saw the Donahue shit. The last thing you want is the Donahue scandal happening in the NFL or anywhere else. You know how embarrassing that was for the NBA that you had a ref actively yeah. throwing games for the mafia? And, and, and playoff series and shit, like he swung an entire playoff series. You know what I mean? So, like, you don't yeah, want you to. you can't mess around with that. You can't mess around with that. You don't want that to be anywhere near because that will blow up everything you have with the gambling. Let's be honest. These DraftKings, these fan duels, you know, they're pouring heavy money. Heavy money into the organizations. Big this dollars. is a brand. It's very rare that you get a new industry to promote, right? It, beer, food. All these people have been around forever. Those those are long, long-time partnerships, airlines, all that shit, right? Very rarely do you get a brand-new, untapped, new market that you get to promote gambling, right? These companies are coming in heavy. Don't you remember when FanDuel and DraftKings launched and on ESPN every five minutes? It was a FanDuel or DraftKings commercial. Yeah, Mike, no, from, no. Mike from Mississippi placed 20 and won 5,000. Like, these people are putting <laughs> up major money. So the NFL is not – NFL, NBA, Major League Baseball, whoever is not trying to fuck with that. And anything like this fucks with that. Hey, shout out Drew in the comments. He said, I I just feel that the NFL gives less sentences to people who abuse women and children. But you know what they say. If Hannibal Lecter ran a 4-4, it'd be an eating disorder. 
Hey, he don't have an issue. Just a little eating disorder. Yeah, 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 exactly. But, you know, and again, that's a hot conversation for another day, right? Is it fair? Is it not fair? Yeah. And I, but, but for me, I'm, I'm practical, man. I don't talk in terms of fairness. If that's the rule and they told it to you, then you have to follow it. Sure. And that, and that, and I apply that to everything, man. I know we were, we were not going to touch the grinder situation or anything like that or whatever, but like, yo, if they tell you that this is the rule, don't fuck around. Yeah. Don't fuck around. Don't fuck around with the NFL. Don't fuck around on international soil. Don't fuck around with the International Olympic Committee. These people are very clear in what their rules are. And if you break them, it's on you, regardless if it's fair or unfair. Yeah. Let me ask you this. How, how did you feel about <laughs> Calvin Ridley kind of live tweeting the, the, the whole shit? Yeah, Breaking news a, came yeah, out. It's not going to make a difference. He still gambled on games. He said, I bet 1500 in total. I don't have a gambling problem. Let me pull up. Let me pull Probably up doesn't. Calvin's Twitter. But I kind of liked. Yo, I'm going to tell you this. I like the way he handled this more than Kyler Murray did. Well, this, His you hear that Kyler situation. Murray is now saying that he's demanding a contract before training camp? Uh-uh. I didn't realize. So you know what I didn't realize? Yeah, that that came out yesterday. Like the you need they need clarity on the situation before training camp. Um, you know what I didn't realize when we were talking about Kyler Murray? Yeah, he's not in that year where he's supposed to. This is he's still in contract. Oh yeah, he's not in the Lamar like he's this. His, yeah, he's he not like they're next trying year. to pick up an option. Yeah, 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 he's trying to Zeke Elliott this thing. Yes. Yeah, and, which and, and what had happened with Zeke? It's like, yeah, he got paid. It's One like of we the ba- worst contracts out here. It's like we bash it, but at the same time, Kyler Murray's doing exactly what we tell everybody else. Yes, to. exactly. You know, it's the approach. It's, it's the it's approach. The yeah. You know what it reminds me of? For, it's, yeah. like, it's like heckling. Like, I love when people heckle. But when you're a bad heckler, you it's stop. brutal. And it it's corny. And it's brutal. cringe. If you're really good at heckling, everyone around you is having a good time. Yes. And even the people you're heckling, can buy into it and they oh. have a good time. Hey, like hey, me and Nick, speaking of y'all which, want, y'all I was gonna say, have fun. Shaw's a, a, a one heckler. Yo, y'all want to come? <laughs> y'all want to have fun and come to a game? Come to come to a game with me and Nick. We'll get some close ass seats, and I will start. I'm the. I, I gotta be one of the best hecklers in the country. Great heckler. Great heckler. We, had, we so had, like, had a great. We had a great time in the Lakers game. We got KCP responding. Oh yeah, where that was the I told, that was I told, the, I told Dwight he had the air he couldn't wear Kobe's and he's the Jameers. Oh <laughs> <laughs> shit, shit was great. That that was an elite heckling. Casey P said I'm making eight million. We're like, yeah, you're right. Yeah, <laughs> you're yeah, right, big no, dog. That was a, that was an elite heckling performance. That was great. Yeah, yeah. For but sure. yeah, it's the approach. It's 100%. all about the approach of how you're 100%. doing it. And don't he, say he, don't say shit. Just need my money. He's not going about it the right way. Remember when Revis didn't show up to camp? He didn't say shit. It was just somewhere else. Yeah, yeah. my money. Hey, I'll come back when I get my check. Other than that, I'm over here. You know what I'm doing. Okay, look. So Calvin <laughs> Ridley, first tweet is this is from March 6th, though, two days ago. So like when he it seems like he knows what's coming out. He tweets, I learned from my L's. Then when the news broke, he bet he, uh, he tweets. I bet 1500 total. I don't have a gambling problem. Then the next tweet is I couldn't even watch football at that point. And I feel you, man. You ever, if you bet 1500 on an eight game parlay and that shit losing, you don't want to watch football. You couldn't watch football either. (laughs) (laughs) So I don't know if that's what he's talking about, but that's how I read it. Then he said, just going to be more healthy when I come back. He said, it's light. Don't worry about it. When I, I'll, I'll take my, 
take my one year. You'll be a lot broker too. And he said, I know I was wrong, but I'm only, but I'm getting one year. LOL. Like it's one year. It's light. Like I'll, I'll do my bed and do the time. That's. I think he was saying the opposite on that. I think he said, I know what I did was wrong, but I'm getting a whole fucking oh, year. You think so? Yeah. 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 I know I was wrong, uh, but I'm getting one. It's year? costing him 11 million. That's a lot of bread. Yeah. I mean, yes, it is. That's a so lot maybe, of money. Hey, so maybe that wasn't in the, maybe the year thing wasn't laid out i think he's trying to laugh it off but in reality he's like man this is fucking awful yeah like you don't number one you don't get to play number two you're losing 11 million like there's no there's no for something stupid and like he's right he's right you didn't have a gambling problem and here's the thing no one's saying that you did yeah the rule was just very clear don't don't do this i i I know that that was a rule you didn't tell me that that was a rule for me to know it was a rule you know what I mean? When we were talking about this yesterday, we know someone who's a team employee. And I was like, I guarantee you that person cannot gamble on the outcomes of a game. There's just no way. That's that's the whole shit. If you're employed by the organization, forget yeah, about off it. Off limits. If you could walk by a locker room and see somebody limping, or you might know somebody who's hurt, or you might know who's getting an MRI today because you're just in the facility, you can't do it. So, like, he can't do it. Yeah. Hey, yeah. look, especially when you talk about the Stephen Ross shit, if owners are walking around publicly telling people not to win games, <laughs> you might know that that's the drill. It's like, shit, well, I'm not going to bet on us. We're going to yeah. take, we're taking. We're going to lose. My sure. coach, I know my coach is on some other shit. He's trying to keep his job by losing, which is crazy. So, uh, uh, fuck that. Uh, we go, uh, hell no. I know that. Or if you know, like, yo, we're going to get smashed this week. I got inside information. I know the quarterback was out last night. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, all types of shit. That's. It's like uh, who's Ace Rothstein, man. Like Sam Rothstein. Sam That's Rothstein. Yeah, exactly. Off. He would call Calvin Ridley like it was good. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Yes, yeah, so, sir. And it, it's all information, and information is what is what was what fuels that industry. And just like insider, it's like insider trading, man. It's the same type of shit. You have you are privy to information that the public is not. Therefore, you can't participate. No question. <laughs> Should um. Let's move over to the NBA. 25, 30 on the clock. Hey, wait, hold on. Yeah. I'm going to throw a curveball at you real quick. Okay. We did this a couple episodes ago. Told y'all I received this trivia game for Christmas with these random ass Chicago sports <laughs> questions. I'm going to right. I'm, I'm throw a couple to Sean real quick. All right. All right, all right, all right. In addition to the Bulls, what other NBA team retired the number 23 in honor of Michael Jordan? Oh, the Miami Heat. Oh wow! Yeah, I didn't know you were gonna get that one. Easy. Yeah, yeah, that's easy. How did you know that? Because you've been up Shout there. Out Pat just... Riley. Shout, Shout out Pat Riley. No, yeah, a real I Pat Riley. Riley it's a real Pat Riley move. Okay, cool. I got a second one. Including yeah. his stint with the Bulls in 1996, what big man retired in 2000, having won four championship rings with three different teams in three different decades? Oh, we might have lost Sean. Anybody in the anybody in the chat got that one? Including the stint with the Bulls in 1996. What big man retired in 2000? Yo 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 yo. Can you, you hear me? Yeah yeah yeah. Okay, I lost you. I start. Yeah, you good. Start the second question over. Including his stint with the Bulls in 1996. Uh-huh. What big man retired in 2000, having won four championship rings with three different teams in three different decades? He retired in what year? 2000. Great great post uh, NBA career for a role player. <laughs> Everybody knows who he is. Three different championship. What position did he play? He was like a three. I think he was a wing, three, four. Three different. 
Three different decades he won a championship? Four championship rings with three different teams in three different decades. So I think his 2000 ring was with the Lakers. I'll give you that. Oh, um, very. It's not probably Rob- a guy you see. Probably a guy you. I, I wouldn't be surprised if you're seeing this dude out. It's not. Oh, I know he's out. I know he's out. <laughs> Man, it's uh, I, my first inclination was to say Robert Ory, but I don't think that's no, right. No, not Robert. Ory. Um, played the three. I don't think Robert Ory played in the eight, in the eighties. Uh, yeah, I don't think so either. He three four. Very great. Any one on the any one on the. And he won a championship on the Lakers in 2000 with being in them? Yeah, and I want to say in the 80s he won a championship with the Pistons. I oh, don't jo- know. Who- yeah, oh, I don't know who he got in the 90s. That was, yeah. that you gave it away. That John Sally. Yeah, John yeah, Sally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Shout out John Sally. Too, too easy. Shout out John Sally. After you told me Pistons, it was Pistons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shout yeah, out John Sally. Elite post-career life. Everybody loves John Sally. Everybody loves John Sally. John Sally can show up anywhere. That's John Sally. Yeah, great. Yeah. All right, I got two more for you later. Yeah. Okay, cool. All right, let's John move over Sally. to the NBA. I don't know. So, uh, yeah. Hey, 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 shout out our boy Jay, man. He had it, John Sally. <laughs> yeah. yeah, shout out, uh, shout out Xfinity for my internet going down right there. Yeah, what's going on, man? Hey, talk about folks that really got a stranglehold on the game. Xfinity can do whatever the fuck they want because they got the best internet. They got everything. And they be fucking around. And they hey, if, be- you're, if your bill's due on the 21st, don't pay that motherfucker on the 22nd because they will <laughs> shut you off and charge you $48. <laughs> Shout out Xfinity. They do got the best service, though. I yeah, can't it's hold not even you. close. Yeah, I can't hold you. So, um, all right, let's move on to the NBA, man. I put in some futures bets. Mm, put too. in some futures bets, and I I want your opinion on this. Quick, this is what I was thinking, man. So I had I had some futures bets that, or I had some free bets. That I had racked up from I've been, I've been playing pretty heavy the last couple of weeks. So I had some free bets that I had to play. And I had six or I had four of them. I initially had six, but I used some on UFC this past weekend. Shout out uh Covington and, and Kevin Holland. They took care of business. You used the but, free bet on Kobe Covington? Yeah, yeah. I had him, Holland, him and Holland. Oh, on a parlay. parlay. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I had four left. And I hit quick, and and I wanted to use the 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 free bets to to bet an NBA champion because the odds are so even right now. Like you could get plus four hundred on like the the Suns are right now our favorite. At, I think on Fanduel they're plus four twenty five, and that's the that's the that's the lowest odds on the board. So know, if you you could three, take it three eighty at uh, DraftKings. Okay, DraftKings 380, but they're in the fours a lot of other places. So if you take the top four, you still got a good payout. And I was like, okay, well, let me do the let me do the free bets. And then I could just kind of hedge my way as we get towards, you know, the, the NBA finals, right? Yep. So this is what I did. <coughs> I took I took the Suns to win the to win the title. That's an obvious one. And then I went all the other three free bets, I went all east. Because I, 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 I truly believe the only team coming out of the West is the Phoenix Suns. I just think they're the best team. I think they're ready to go back to back to try to get a back to back Western Conference champs to try to get another shot at the title. Me too, which is why I think the Warriors still at plus 450 is absolutely insane because it's like you haven't watched them play the last 
two weeks. Yeah, I think, that number's, I think that number is too they, high. They, as they well. gave up 230 points to the Nuggets last they're night. They're missing Draymond. And then, you know, I get it. But, like, I still don't think they're going to. They're awful without I still, Draymond. I still don't think they can beat the Suns. <clears throat> Neither do I, yeah. So, I just took Phoenix because that's the only team I think that can come out of the West. Then, I took Philly. I took the Nets. And I took the Bucks. So nothing crazy. Oh, you ended up taking the Nets? I took the Nets, yeah. I had to. I got plus I got plus seven. Yo, you so you're on DraftKings, right? Yeah. The Nets on DraftKings, I believe, are plus four or something. Plus four seventy five. On points bet, plus seven hundred. Oh, that's kind of crazy. Yeah, I see it. So I so I was like, all right, because I because yo, okay, so let me a little more explain it. I had two on points bet, two on DraftKings. So I, I took I took uh Phoenix. What do you think? So knowing what you know, what would cause two books to have that big of a gap in championship odds? Yeah. They're all really following the same money, right? I mean, they're it all. Might, it might just be an exposure thing. Okay. Like people on draft. There's a lot. DraftKings is holding Them, a lot themselves. Of, they did that. A lot of Brooklyn futures tickets. Got you. So they don't. If you want you. Okay. Y'all want to keep adding on Brooklyn. Y'all going to have to. This is the lower play. In other words, it, in other words, they're like, hey. We don't want any more Nets money. Take that shit somewhere else. DraftKings, yeah. Yeah, we yeah, don't want, we don't any, want, more we don't want any more Nets money. Yeah. Or they, I mean, it's a little bit of both. And partly they, they think that they got a little bit of a better shot. But yeah, they don't want too, too much more Nets money. Go go take that shit somewhere else. So where you can get a better price because we, we're too we exposed. Yeah, we're, yeah we're good. Yeah, we're good. Got you. So that's what I did. And I'm thinking as long as Phoenix gets out of the West – because my initial thought was, man, I don't want to, I don't want to bet. Yeah, Cody just said FanDuel yeah. has met plus six hundred, so that must be a DraftKings issue. Yeah, so like I don't want to bet three teams in the East because then I'm just like betting against myself. But I figured if I take three teams in the East, that those I think it's those three teams that are going to get to the finals. One of those three, I think yeah. Miami has a shot, but I don't think they can get there. I don't. Man, that's what we said before. That, that coaching is so the coaching is elite. The coaching yeah. is so rock solid. So I was thinking, I bet those three teams in the East they push it to the finals, and then I can hedge my way out if I need to. So that brought that brings me to this: Where are you at on uh, the MVP? And there's so much parity in the league right now. Give me your thoughts. Yeah, yeah. So I took the Bucks. I had a couple free bets too. So I took the Bucks plus eight hundred, and I got Phoenix plus three eighty. And I'll probably um, ten to one on Miami is just almost too good for me not to get involved. Yeah. Just because it's like, can I close my eyes and see a scenario in which the Miami Heat win a championship? Yeah, I could, right? Because again, after that Toronto year, all bets are off, man. A couple things go right, a couple guys get hot, a couple coaching matchups that are in your favor, you're there. You know what I mean? And especially with again, we're we're looking at a lot of injury scenarios out east. You don't know what the deal is with Brooklyn. Philly looks great right now, but she's still they're still figuring things out. I don't Bo- know if they are, bro. But they look really good. Yeah. Boston is <laughs> – look, look. I don't care I don't, how well Boston is playing. I don't know if playing. they are still figuring things out. They look care. sensational, They bro. look really good. And James Harden, it was funny, man. Like, so I took that James Harden over two and a half threes last night, and I'm like, that's easy. Watching him play last night, yo, he is really out there running point. He is not looking for his yo, own shot at he, all. He was giving up the rock at every turn. Every time he could. He's just moving the ball, and it's funny, man. We've been watching Philly the last couple of years, and what have we said? They need an elite point guard. Like, James Harden is it. The thing with Simmons is 
You didn't have to respect Simmons' jump. Obviously, to respect his jump shot so you could guard him a little different. You still got to guard James Harden out there, right? Like, he will pull it. But, man, just watching him yesterday, everything was about getting rid of the ball quickly. It's about that pick and roll that they were running. It's about, you know, just finding the open man. Maxi is out here playing his ass off. He, James Harden has completely opened up the game for him. Tobias Harris is still extremely sus, but he's there. Um, and they just know what they want. And Joel Embiid is different. Listen, man. Different. He's now doing the Chris Paul rip through as a big. He does <laughs> Yo, things as he a big. He's doing the, the hard monitor that he's doing the rip through. The rip Listen, through. He's doing the, <laughs> he's doing the rip through when he knows that they're in the bonus. Yeah. He's like, all right, I can get the. I, I can't really get a shooting file here typically, but I'm gonna rip through because I'm in the. We're in the bonus, and I'm gonna get free throws here. He, he's a dog. He's different, dude. Last night he grabbed a rebound, and that's why I put in the group chat. Is any other big doing what he did? He grabbed a rebound. And just put his head down and went straight to the basket. And, like, yeah, Jokic is doing that, but Jokic is also looking to get a pretty pass. Joel was, like, fucking Giannis out there. It's like, no, nah, I'm just pulling it down and I'm going. And, like, you can't stop it. He's playing at a different level. The mental shit is there, too, with shit like the rip through. He knows he can get to the line whenever he wants. And it's not like other bigs where he shoots, like, 60 70%. He's, like, an 85% free throw shooter. He was getting to the line at will last night. He got the Bulls bigs in foul trouble in the first five minutes of the game. And, like, that's knowing, okay, they got no Vooch. Tristan Thompson's small for me. I'm going to get these guys in foul trouble. Then I literally dominate the game. Um, so, yeah, they're, they, so yeah, maybe they're not figuring out. But regardless, you still – you still it's only been a few games with these guys. Brooke, uh, uh, Boston, look, Tatum can have as many 50, 60-points games as he wants, and he was sensational, sensational on Sunday. Um, I still don't believe in the Boston Celtics. So I think when it comes down to it, man, yeah, it's, it's, it's Milwaukee and uh, – and Phoenix are obviously my favorites, but can I see a world in which Miami makes it? Absolutely. You know what I mean? Can I see a world in which Philly makes it? For sure. I don't see anything else out West other than the Suns. Um, but with the East, yeah, I, I just think that 10 to 1 in Miami is, is too tasty to not not grab. On a free bet especially. Because if that pays off, you're good. You, you, it, it takes care of everything else you put money on. Right. So we'll see. And then I, I, was, I thought... And then my other thought was, let me get those three teams in the East because one of them will get there, and then I can hedge on the other, and then I could just bet the, whatever team. Say Phoenix doesn't get there. Then yeah. I could just bet another team in the West and, and, and keep it like that. So that'll be fun, man. Something to – if y'all are into betting, look at that, man, because I, I can't remember the last time I looked at an NBA championship this late in the season, the odds, and they were this even. Yeah. You're getting four to one, on, oh, and then that's, and that's the favorite? Yeah, four point three, four point four to one, and that's the means, favorite. Means they have no idea what's going on. Exactly. Out there. So yep. go out. Yeah, it's there, a good. It's a good year to sprinkle some money around and kind on, of see what sprinkle happens. Sprinkle on three or four different squads and see what happens with. It's that. almost like wait. So I don't have to do the math, but depending on what you bet. Yeah, if your fa- if your favorite is four to one, I mean, depending on what you bet, you, you're almost for, you're, It's a close lock to get paid. For example, if you said Phoenix was plus four forty or something, plus. Phoenix is like right plus four thirty on FanDuel or a lot of other places. I need to get off this week as DraftKings. So if you take if you take one of those, you take the top four teams, you're guaranteeing yourself a profit if one of those four teams wins. So if you bet hundred on all four of those, no matter what happens, if one of those four teams wins, you guarantee yourself a profit. Which is so the name of the game. So that um that's interesting. Take a look at that. Have fun with it, and it'll make your it'll make the playoff run a lot more enjoyable. So. What about these MVP odds? 
I think Embiid's the MVP, man. I think, and I, well, and the only Jokic, reason I think that is, look at the odds. M- MVP is minus one. Embiid is minus, the only person minus money on the board. Jokic is creeping up crazy, though. Well, dog, he's, he's he's putting up one of the best PERs ever again. His on-off numbers and are absolutely ridiculous. His yeah, his on-off numbers are crazy. I think they're the best offense in the league when he plays, and the worst when he doesn't. It's something like that. I think it's going to come down to one of those things where both numbers will be pretty similar, and yeah. how big of an impact they have. But Phoenix or uh, Philly's record will be a better, better team, yeah. And and he got it last year. It'll be tight, but I think Embiid gets it. But I'm gonna tell you this, man. And going back to James for a quick second, there was a couple sequences, if you watched the Bulls Sixers last night, where he went to Niang three, four times in a row. Mm -hmm. Like, had open looks and, like, was, like, forcing it to Niang, like, shoot it, bro. Like, y'all, stop fucking around. Niang is your type of guy, right? Like, you love Niang. Niang is your type of guy. (laughs) (laughs) I don't love Niang. I think, I mean, everyone talks about it's always like a, every time he catches the ball that someone mentions how he's a 40% three-point shooter, but he's getting all his sh- – I, I I don't – does he ever take any contested shots? Play your role. Like, he's just – he's catching and shooting. Niang's a solid – like, don't leave him open, no question. But if you got in Niang's face, he's locked up. I thought he's Niang done. was – damn, I thought Niang was like a Bertans-type uh, Sean, Sean guy. No, nah, Bertans used to have that strap <laughs> where he was like – he was like pulling up on people like two two dribble pull up like Who, Niang's not doing none of that. Who's your who's your new? I know I, I know like Sean, your legacy guys are like Reggie Bullock. I know your Reggie Bullock is no, Reggie is, is Bullock your, is your man. <laughs> <laughs> hey, if y'all don't know, Bullock Sean loves strat. Reggie Bullock. That's, Reggie that's Bullock his that's He is I mean. always hitting threes though. Whenever I watch Reggie Bullock play, that Dallas team is miss. fun now. That team is really fun. Dinwiddie is. Hooping that that team is really fun. What a I, trade! Maybe that's why we're not GMs because I, I I thought that was a bad move, but it's it looks really really good right now. I had no problem getting off of Porzingis, and you did you did take quote unquote bad money in Bertans and Dinwiddie, but it turned up being good money. So yeah, maybe Washington's just a shitty situation. Well, again, Bradley Beal escapes a lot of criticism um because he doesn't say anything and he seems like a likable guy we talk about this all just, the time he's just collecting checks and scoring 35 yeah. a night like, the other day i read like Brad, bradley bill expected to sign his max extension with the wizards i was like yeah no shit yeah he's just gonna chill <laughs> he's fine he's punted on the rings he's like yeah he's fine i'm just gonna be rich and don't forget don't forget anytime you get the max the super max extension you sign it because then the next year you just say i want to get out of here i want to get out of here yeah <laughs> I need to leave, and then you get to keep all your money too. So it he, all seems, works he seems out. like he likes it over there, but maybe it's for that he just wants to get that deal. He's not rocking the boat. Yeah, 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 exactly. Like let me let me shut my mouth and sign but this. Back to the MVP, real quick. I do think so. Like you know, a lot of this shit is narrative based too, and of it was course. very tight between Jokic and Embiid last year, and Jokic edged him out. I think Joel Embiid was the MVP coming into the year, and he would have had to do something to lose it, yeah, and he I, hasn't I done you. anything to lose it. Like, if you really want to, like, talk about the award, I, but I like think it's just the MVP of the league. If you take him – I don't know how, Denver, or how Denver's even good right now. If you take him off that team, it's shit. There's no Michael Porter Jr. There's no Jamal Crawford. He's creating everything. He's he, What do you have, 35, 16, and 12 last night? The other night he had 46, 18 and something. Like, he's, he's playing at a ridiculous level and really keeping that team afloat. But I think that the narrative is on Embiid's side. People are like, yo, you got it. He has to win one. And this is the year that Embiid has is going to win it. So I yeah, think that's I mean, why you're seeing that minus one twenty like that. I think I think that that's probably when you see it like that. Would you take that right now? No, 
even money? No? Why not? How many because, games are left, bro? 12? Like 15, maybe. 15? 15, 20. Um, you no, wouldn't I take would... that with 15 left? No, because I think that. There's not 20 left. There's, that, there was 22 weeks Let's ago. just say he gets hurt. Let's just say he gets hurt or, like, he misses some games. Then all of a sudden, oh, and Jokic goes on a crazy tear. It goes to Jokic because this thing is kind of – but he can't – he has to lose it. Put it that way. You know what I mean? Like, it's He got his. a Tom Brady it? He's got a Tom Brady it, yeah. I still can't so, believe that shit. The Brady didn't get MVP. You were very leveraged, right? Yeah, I hedged it out. <laughs> shout out my shout out Eli, man. He helped me out on a, he, he on a Rogers. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I didn't have access to FanDuel, and FanDuel had like Rogers at plus two twenty. So I just hedged right away. Right after that game, I hedged, and then so I was good. I I, I got out of there with a small loss, but yeah, I was exposed for for a second. For sure. <laughs> I was exposed for a second. But yeah, I'm really excited for the rest of the for the rest of the NBA season to finish up. And I'm ready for the playoffs, man. Me too. I, I'm ready to see. I'm ready to see Memphis. I'm ready to see. I'm ready to see Dallas. All of a sudden, they we, just slow the game down now and just grind you to a pulp. This listen. guy Luka Doncic just grinds you out every possession. When they have yo, if they're up six points in the fourth quarter, Luka comes down and isos every play. Yeah. And they and you, just grind you out the rest of the game. And they and they play D now. And you know, and you know what? You got to get credit where credit's due. J Kid, hey, and J Kid, people sleep, and he doesn't get mentioned enough. It was about five or six years ago when J Kid did something that changed the game. He put the fucking ball in Giannis's hand. Remember when J Kid was like, "No, this guy's a point guard." And everyone's like, "What?" It's like, "No, he's a point guard." And J Kid had him running point, which completely unlocked his game. And helped him turn into like this hybrid perimeter big man that he is now, and this just unstoppable force. Like, yo, that was Jay Kidd. That was like, what are we doing with this guy? He's not some slasher and you know all that. Like, give him the ball. This dude has elite ball handling skills. You can run offense through him. He's got vision. He can pass. That was Jay Kidd. So now Jay Kidd gets his hands on Luca. He's like, wait, 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 what are we doing here? This is what it should look like. We should be grinding out. We should be playing D, getting the ball to Luca. And you do your James Harden slash Paul Pierce style of not moving quickly, but moving in a way that people can't stop you. It's the same thing. It's that deceleration. Harden was a master at it. Pierce was a master at it. There's these guys who can't jump out the gym, probably can't jump over a stack of phone books, aren't particularly quick. Well, they're quick, but aren't fast. And they just lull you to sleep over four quarters. And next thing you know, they got 40 and 12. And you're taking an L. And Lucas <laughs> kind of realized that. It's the yeah. same type thing. Harden was the master at it. There was a whole, like, video thing about Harden's deceleration where, like, everybody else is trying to go fast and he goes slow. And he's and slowing up. And you can't do anything about it, you know? And the ball the- placement. He was always holding the ball out somewhere where, combined with the deceleration, that you were you were raking his arms and he was yeah. living at the line. Living at it. the line. Yeah. And he got it. He, he was a cheat code. I really so, like Philly, man. I do too. I know you do. Yeah, I know. It looks they look good. they look impressive as fuck to me. And <laughs> Embiid looks Embiid Listen. I tweeted this last night. I know Embiid owns a lot of people. He owns the Chicago Bulls. I told you that. You're like he owns everybody. I'm like, no, he's 11-0 against the Bulls. He destroys he's Never lost against the Bulls. He destroys the Bulls. And yeah. particularly easily. Doesn't have any trouble. Night. Easy last night. Yeah. And and they went every over and over. How many I bet you I don't have it I don't have the box score in front of me. I bet you he played 35 minutes. Yeah. 
And it was just relentless. Every time he was on the floor, he was getting the ball and going at Tristan. I think DraftKings had him at over 35 points for like plus 170 or 180 last night. And I was like, man, I should take this because he owns the Bulls. I'm like, no, there's just too many points with Harden yeah. there. And it's like they got like 35 by the third quarter. Yeah, but Harden, because <laughs> Harden, I had a I had a same game parlay that hit. I had, and part of the parlay was Harden over 15 plus points. <laughs> And he scored six in the first, like, three or four minutes. And then, like like we were just talking about, he scored nine the rest of the night. You control and the he, tempo. He was just looking. But he was brilliant. Yes. He. Oh, yeah. But, I mean, he. What, I think he had a triple-double or it was close. If he didn't have a triple-double, he had, like, 14 dimes. Pull up the box real quick. Yeah, I'm pulling up but right now. James was just – they were toying with us, man. And we were taking difficult it's shots. It's 16, 8, and 14. Yeah. Easy night. Yeah, 14 dimes, eight boards. Only took 15 shots. He was he shot it terrible last night. He, was like he shot 15, it terribly. He was like four or fifteen or some shit. But yeah, five or fifteen. Maybe and, I, and hey, and that's okay. I'm shooting it. Let me get it to Niang. Let me get it to uh your boy uh your boy Thibault. We, we said it, man. He's the best. You know, Chris Paul is like you take Chris Paul out of this conversation, but he's the best point guard in the league. <clears throat> that's it. As, as yeah. far as initial when he wants to sit up there and just their offense looked beautiful last night. You couldn't no one. No one was stopping them. We tried to blitz them a little bit in the second half, and it confused him. But once he figured that out, which he's going to do, um, this is what it is. You see him so running the is... stairs after the game? Uh-uh. Oh, he was running the stairs at the arena after the game. This guy's different, man. If he Listen, elite-level <laughs> checkout guy, elite-level check-in guy. Right? Yeah, like he's if, he's bought in, in right if he's bought in, you're he's getting bought 100% in. of James Harden. If he's out, he's out there with a little baby in Paris and, like, whatever. I might be there. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Yeah, it's true. All right, we'll close out the NBA there. Stay tuned on us future bets, and let's let's see what happens with Phoenix, Philly. Oh no, hold on, we're not done yet. I got a question: Should LeBron James lock it in, pack it in, it's over? Yeah, I think he should just take retire. the rest of the year off. Uh, I think not I, retire, not retire. I'm oh, saying man, if I'm Brown, I might be walking away. Take the rest of the year off, kick it, re up for next year. Yeah, why not? What is it? What do what you? Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Like, listen, I don't want to bust my ass to get in the play in and then maybe potentially embarrass myself in the play in and then for sure embarrass myself if I make the playoffs. So maybe I mean, you're maybe you just pack it up. Is there a team in the Western Conference top eight that they can beat over seven games no. right now? Let's be honest. No. Like Minnesota. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. But it, if the Wolves beat them over seven, I Barely. wouldn't be surprised. No, I no. Yeah. Like, no. So that's no the one. question. That's my question for you. Should he just be like, hey, look, hammy's hammy ankle. I got a quad hip pointer. So, and I'm gonna go ahead and I'm gonna go ahead and post up and, and, and be done with it. So that what he's been this is his fifth season in LA, right? Fifth? Fourth. No, not no way, it's five. Bubble the year first, was his second first year. First year he sat. Bubble year. Last year, this is his fourth. Okay, so yeah, you just said it. First year he sat. So he will have, if he does that, LeBron will have shut it down in two out of four years at the Lakers when shit wasn't going right. So, I mean, we got guys like, uh, who's our boy? <laughs> Zach Woods? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> that guy is, that guy yeah, is yeah, yeah. elite, Zach elite Zach LeBron hater. Hates LeBron. Um, hates him. LeBron could have won six rings at the Lakers. That guy hates LeBron. Um, Yo, let me ask you this, too, real quick. Jason Stevens in the comments. What's up, Jay? He said uh, he can't stat pack on the bench. Are you one of the – are you on that 
Do you think that LeBron's out there deliberately trying to run up the numbers? I think it's in his mind passing. Well, he's trying. He's trying to pass Kareem, right? Is he? Yeah, is, 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 Kareem, is Kareem? Gonna... Is Kareem within striking distance from? In his career, for sure. You talking about this year? Just in his career, is it though? Oh, I mean, Kareem, yeah. Kareem played like fifty years. Of course, it's in striking distance. Okay, so yeah, I don't. Yeah, so I don't think he's stat padding for like an individual season awards or anything like that. But he might be looking at that all time scoring, all time rebounding, all time assists. I mean, he's got a lot, a lot going on. But I think at the same time, also, if I'm LeBron, man, like, and this is why I said, like, look, if he retired, I wouldn't be surprised because it's almost like, look, man, I either got to force my way out of this team or like go back to war with this guy who I, I, I hitched myself to the wrong superstar. Anthony yeah. Davis was not the right person to play the end of my career with. Even when he's healthy, I still have to do a ton of lifting when playing with this guy. Right? Like that. And I don't think yeah, that's how I think he his whole it. thing with getting Russ and those guys was take a lift off of me. He, I'm going to be does. able to chill and Russ can go out here like a wild man and Ant Davis can go out there and kill and I'll come in and supplement what's going on. Instead, he's playing 37 minutes in light. He's he's highest scoring average in like 10 years. Used to just through the roof, and he has to go for 56 the other night to win a game. Like, that's not how this was supposed to play out. So, should he pack it in then? That's what I'm asking you. Uh, no, I think he should finish out the year because I think that they still have a chance. Packing it in right now when they still have a chance to make the playoffs would be a bad look, even but, though I'm done watching them. I don't want to. I, I, but look, I, yeah, but what I'm saying is, what look like LeBron James is at home having a glass of Lobos after an L. And he knows deep down. LeBron is a master at knowing when his this team is shit. Yeah, We're knows. not going to do anything. He knows. And deep down, he knows this team is not it. Yeah. No matter what he says in the media, after the game, whatever. So, do you think it's because people are going to try to kill him. If he, goes to the, if he goes to the play-in and loses... If he punts on the year and says, I'm not going to play anymore. Hey, he doesn't punt, though. He got a hit, hit pointer. He's out. He injured. He can't go. You feel me? Do you get yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah, I understand your logic. I just would. I, I just think he should finish it out. Hey, look, man. Listen, man. This is what I've realized really over, like, the last two years. The folks that don't like LeBron. Don't like LeBron. There's doesn't matter. nothing you can do. If, if you are still making a basketball argument against LeBron James – which half these people aren't. It's all personality and this and that. Like, if you have a basketball argument about LeBron James, you're an idiot. Because the basketball <laughs> speaks for itself, right? And, like, I'm watching the basketball. What is happening on the floor? And if your synopsis after watching LeBron James the past 20 years is he's the second or third or fourth greatest basketball player you've ever seen, then you're just a fucking idiot. You don't, you don't watch hoops right. You don't understand it. It's personal for you. So with these folks, it's too personal already. It doesn't matter. He could come back and they could win a championship this year, and folks are gonna be like, "Well, yeah, but they were eight seed all year." You know, like, come on, man. Yeah. Like, it doesn't matter. It's personal. So he, but just if I'm him, I'm not even advocate. thinking about that. It's a play devil's advocate for the <laughs> legacy. It's gonna look like LeBron. LeBron got into the play-in, and then they lost to the Pelicans in the play-in. Doesn't matter. They're gonna they're <laughs> gonna point they're gonna point to all the finals losses. Doesn't they're gonna matter point anyway. to his last championship when the Lakers was in the bubble and that was unfair because somehow everybody else wasn't in the bubble too. It's like only LeBron and them were in the bubble so they had the advantage or like whatever it was. You know what I mean? They're always gonna point to all these different things with him. That's what I'm saying, man. 
the people who don't like LeBron, it's it's over with. Okay, let me ask you this. One more. <clears throat> what about the idea of not putting the toll on your body? The, the, why why bang your body for another 20 games for no reason? Because we're at because, the end anyways. Huh? He ain't waiting to play with Bronny. No, 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 no. But I'm saying why bang the body up for 20 more? Let me let me take these last 20 off, take a little bit extended period of rest, come back next year and try to go again. Because I think he's trying to make this push for whatever, man. I think because I think all this is. other shit is bullshit. He's trying to win chips. He doesn't, he doesn't go for chip, then it's, it's it's dust. Anyway. He doesn't go for fifty six the other day unless he still believes that he's trying to do something here and he wants to make the most out of this year. Again, that performance was everything you need to know. He's not if he's even thinking shut it down. He's not going for fifty six the other day. He's just not doing it. But, what, but when do you get to the point where you're like, hey man, I gotta shut it down? <laughs> I, that, well, that's, <laughs> that's what I'm. That's, that's why I say retire. If I'm LeBron. I'm not even bullshitting you. I'm retiring. I'm doing the hey. I'm doing the Vontae. It's a young man's game out here. I'm good. I'm good. I'm okay. It, it, I'm good. I I would because I just don't. I think it would be shittier for his legacy to try to force his way out of L.A., which is ultimately what he has to do to compete for another championship. Like I don't think there's the the, the Lakers team right now. Like they don't have any moves to make either. It's like normally he has guys he can trade. If I'm the Lakers, there's no chance in hell. I'm trading. Was that that 2025 first well, Le- round pick? LeBron has showed pick. you. LeBron showed you. He not. He doesn't. He's not. He doesn't worry. He's not worried about what people are thinking about him moving out and forcing his way out of spot. Yeah. That, okay. He so that's he, what he, 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 told, so, he showed you. He don't care about that. So if that's what he's gonna do, then that's what he has to do this offseason. Because I, re- I think the really thing is just to be done with the Lakers. This, this is a bad situation. The team is trash. You, you, oh, hey, listen. Russ has a player option for 45 million next year. He accepted that in 2018. <laughs> it was like the it was like the auto porter opt in, you know, like op, op. auto op. Hey, auto man, op. hey, submit. You know that what I'm saying? D, that, like, yeah. that D Wade opt in. D Wade opt. I'm so opted in. It's crazy. Don't even call me. <laughs> yeah. You know, he signed he signed the deal and then opted in. You know what I'm yes. saying? Like it's just like yes. John Wall opted into his shit. All these cats are opted in. So like you got Russ on the book for 45 next year. You got AD on the book for like 30 something. These are two like yo and like LeBron's- again, man. LeBron's he, two, 209 points away from passing Malone for second all-time. There you go. So, yeah, he's going to strive for greatness and try to get above Kareem. Um, what a shame that Carl Malone is the second leading scorer of all time. Um, but I'm if I'm him, man, I'm either retiring or I don't know. Okay, last question on LeBron because you, you just reminded me. Is LeBron the guy that does the victory lap, though? The, like, hey, oh, guys, the, I'm oh, the retiring. the ring tour? After after this coming season, talk about the D Wade, the D Wade yeah. tour when D Wade was going from city to city. Exactly, <laughs> Pre- exactly. presentations. KG did it. Yeah, they all did it. Exactly. Shaq did that, it. Well, no, hey, Brady didn't do it. Brady, Brady just dipped, right? I think it's different in football. Football, you can't really go on like pre. There's no pregame ceremonies for your last. Football is so different. No, but you could say, hey, this is my last year in the league. Yeah, I'm done after this year. Oh, speaking of which, real quick, um, speaking of being done, Serge Ibaka, after seeing him in person the other day, that guy is the definition of done. Um, I know it's a, ra- a random-ass thought, but I was sitting there with Eli, and I'm like, yo, Serge <laughs> watching Serge. Yo, this guy, this guy is well done. Cook. You know you put a little thermometer in the turkey and the red shit pops up? That's Serge right now. He's, he's finished. So, um, like, but real quick, yeah. answer that LeBron. He – would, would he? I don't think he would retire I don't think he does the people. I, definitely, I, I definitely think he does. He's kind of, I mean, he is a bit self-absorbed. Um, he, he'll but, definitely be like, the, yeah, the I'm going to 
I need the mic before all the games. Well, from what shit. I understand, he has a, he's had a film crew filming around the last few years for his last dance type thing. So I don't know. I don't know what he'll do, man. Yeah, it's not like him to – everything with him is kind of a production. So it's not like him to kind of like fade off to the sunset. Yeah, no. Uh, but at the same time, I think – I don't know, man. I don't think I don't think he does that. I think he actually will just retire when it's time. Okay. We'll leave it there. I don't LeBron think he'll tell James. you at the beginning of the year. I'll put it that way. I think you'll you'll start to hear the quarter, rumblings of it. Point. Yeah, yeah. Like, you know, Either way, go see LeBron if you haven't seen him, man. He ain't yeah, got sure. much time. Go he ain't do got it. much time to go see LeBron. All right, let's close the show here. It's March Madness. It's on the way. Conference tournament's going on right now. Crazy buzzer beater last night in the Chattanooga game. They got a W. I'm going to play that. I wanted to ask Nick, what is his favorite type of buzzer beater? Is it is it ISO, clock running down, step back? Is it inbound? Somebody's running up the floor, half-court jumper, runner, that goes in. Is it a set play off a of pin down? What is it? Here, here's, the, here's the ridiculous three from Chattanooga last night. And if you're just listening, this is he caught an inbound, two steps inside half and knocked it down. Jennifer they're looking to decide they want to time out. They're going to let him play. Gene Baptiste with one. Heaves it for the win. Oh! Chattanooga! Damn, I, didn't see, I hadn't seen that before. There's three, that there's was three last, dudes there. That was oh. last night. I'm going to run it back. Chattanooga, Chattanooga is down two points. My man catches folks, the ball. Folks' confidence is insane to Yo, take that shot. <laughs> four seconds left. He comes down. I'm going to play it one more time for folks. Right? They're looking to decide they want to time out. They're going to let him play. Gene Baptiste with one. Heaves it for the win. Oh! Chattanooga! <laughs> That's that such was... an insane shot. That was wild. Okay, I got one more. This is hey, we going to we going to women's hoops. This is a girl from Navy. She hit a turnaround fall away jumper in the corner. Jennifer Coleman on the low block. You know she'll be moving. Coleman for the win. Baked it in. Navy wins. The Mids take down the one seed in the Patriot League Women's Basketball Championship. Threw Yo, it off I've, the top of the I've, square. I've actually never seen anyone hit a shot like that. <laughs> she was fading out of bounds and hit it, threw it off the backboard. So that brings me to this. Big Nick the Quick, what is your favorite type of buzzer beater? Off the inbounds. Off the inbounds, running down, yeah, clock yeah. running out. Because it's such there's so many different things. You've got the coach versus coach strategy, right? Yeah. Yep. You got the player who you draw it up for, knowing that, like, oh, this is this is my time, right? Like he's coming out the huddle. Knowing, like, hey, this is this is me. Oh, so, so okay, like the D Rose okay. buzzer beater, like the D Rose. Let me, hold on, but let, me, let me let me clarify. So, are you talking about on the side out? Yeah, off like, the timeout, like the D Rose buzzer the, beater against like, Cleveland. The Chattanooga joint is they're coming like they're coming off a bucket, no, no. timeout, inbound, run and go, make something I'm, happen. I'm talking about that strategy of coming off the side. Okay, yep. Coach, your coach is drawing up defense. My coach is drawing up offense. And there's someone who knows he's gonna get that ball. That's my favorite type. Just like the uh, the Derek Fisher one with the point seven seconds left. That was off the side uh, inbound, right? No, that's baseline, didn't they? Didn't he? Didn't they throw that from the? I thought that that came off because of, they had point six left and they had to get a no, shot. No, yeah, yeah, you're right. Possible. It came from the sideline. Yeah, it yeah, came yeah. to the side. Yeah, yeah. And just like the D Rose versus Cleveland one, where you had you draw up the play, 
I think it was that boozer that set the screen for him and D Rose came off. We remember we were watching that. Yeah, yeah. And uh in Austin. Um, so like those type are my favorite. And I'll throw honorary mention. You know what my favorite is? Tua. That's my favorite fucking buzzer beater ever. <laughs> Tua in the national championship is my favorite buzzer beater ever. I don't give a fuck if there's no buzzer. The we Tua walk-off yeah. walk to Devontae Smith is the greatest buzzer beater ever if you really want to talk about to it. Win but a, to win a title. Yeah, to win a title, tough. yeah. That's the greatest walk-off ever. But, yeah, there's something off the sidelines like that because, again, I think it's just like a lot of like – and it's not taking anything away from like what we just saw. A lot of that shit is like kind of helter-skelter. You know it's what like I mean? Luck, it's, just, it's like a lot of luck. It's a lot of luck, but – when you're doing it off that inbound off the side, right? Like in the half court. In the half court, it's like, yo, it's strategy. It's like we gotta, we gotta, we gotta set up this after timeout play, whatever, like perfectly. Whereas the defense knows you only got two seconds to get a shot off. So whoever has the ball more likely than not is gonna shoot it. And you still hit it over them. Like, yeah, I love that. Okay. I'm gonna tell you my <laughs> favorite. My favorite is when the big time big dog on the on the squad gets the rock. Eight seconds, nine seconds. And he's calling for a clear out. D Rose versus Brandon Jennings. D Rose versus Brandon Jennings. Luca, Luca versus Pat Bev. Austin Rivers versus North Carolina. Let clear out. I'm gonna go to work, and I'm gonna pull up and hit a jumper more more times than not a deep ass jump shot in somebody's face, and then we out of here. We we off and running. Dame Lillard. Type that those are my favorite just because I always think this high drama. Um, but also just like that Chattanooga play, you catch the ball on off the baseline, no timeout, four seconds, and you just catch it and gotta run up and get as close as you can and try to put it up and it falls. Those are really fun too. See, but like I, I go to like the Ka- Kawhi play was the same thing. I just pulled it up off that half court. Like, that shit, like, to me, like, yo, Kawhi got the ball. Oh, we're talking about against Philly. Ran it all the way over to his spot <laughs> and let that go. And, like, come on, man. Like, yeah, that was crazy, that game seven. Yeah, against yo, Philly. Like, that, that JV, was- JV916 in the comments, Kemba stepped back against Pittsburgh for the Big East Championship. Well, Kemba, I'll never forget look, that. I was look. watching that at my boy's house during lunch in high school. Kemba, that, but that's, that's what I'm talking about. I, Give me I, the I, ISO clear out. Yo, clear yo. out. Get out the way. I'm about to pull up and hit a jumper in your face to win the game. Period. The, the, point that back. Kimba and you, run, and, and nothing you can do about it. We've covered that Kimba run many a times. Thir- it was a 13 straight uh, elimination games, and Kimba was just yeah was unstoppable. Crazy. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I mean, no, I, I, yeah, for Shout sure. Shout out Jerry McNamara too. Shout out Jerry. He, he did something very similar for Jerry, for Syracuse. Jerry McNamara was that that seven overtime game? No, Jerry McNamara. They they did the same thing where they needed to win the Big East tournament to get into the tournament, and McNamara was going crazy. He was hitting all types should, of shit. Should take your pick from Robert Ory big shots. I mean, like, yeah, like. But see, that's the different. That's different, though. Like that big shot, Bob Ball bouncing his hand. I'm talking about. Give me the rock, man. Clear yeah, out. That's, I'm that's about why to go I, to work. That's why I like to tuck y'all in. That's why I like the Kawhi one. Then I mean, he 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 literally okay. ran the whole the whole perimeter and went to his spot and let it off. And that yeah. shit didn't 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 fell well, in. Like, it's a hard break. It's, it was so no great. Question. Yeah. So great. So yeah, I think I, I I go with those types, man. I like those uh those half court. You like the half court. Players. Timeout. Four seconds left. Yeah, I got you. This is so yeah, it's so frantic but controlled. Fucks with it. See, but I man, I like the clear out. Like Jordan against Utah. Get out the way, man. Get out game, the way. game one of the finals. Just I'm coming. I'm dribbling down. You know what's gonna <laughs> happen. You better and nothing you could do about it. Here's a, here's a two dribble, three dribble crossover pull up. 
Yuck, yuck. Game over. I'll see y'all tomorrow. So, all right. That's it for us, man. No catch up sports whoa, whoa, whoa. Oh, you got two got more two, trivia. Two more for you. <laughs> Click with the trivia. It's, fun, it's funny we brought up UConn because I got a Utah, UConn question. Okay. What journeyman guard who spent 2001-2002 with the Bulls took over as head coach of the UConn Huskies following the 2012 uh, I, easy? I, I, I'm blaming And they, and they, they, and they railroaded my man's focus. And they won the title. And they railroaded him like he's they like blackballed. Um, I'm completely blanking on his name. Uh, KD what, loves him. Kevin, no. It starts with a K, doesn't it? Yeah, you're right. Um, Kevin. Kevin. Kevin Ali? Kevin Ali. Yeah. Shout yeah, out Kevin yeah, Ali. Yeah. Shout out all Kevin right, Ali, right, man. Right. He got a title. I don't know where he's at now. He's he got a, there was a recruiting scandal or something and he got fired and now he, he got like like yeah, you know, you know how it goes. He wasn't the right complexion. Is he coaching? No, I don't think so. I think he's like he got he a national title, he's at the crib. Yeah, he might be at the crib. Huh. I think he yeah, he's might be too black. Kevin Ali. Shout yeah. out Kevin Ali for sure, man. Remember he used to play on those Sixers squads with AI. Yeah, 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 yeah. Definitely. Yeah. I think everybody involved in those Sixers AI squads needs to write a book and let us know the real. Um <laughs> I think AI was di- I think AI was different, different. <laughs> like we talk about James, like AI was different, different, different. Yeah. Um in 2012, this is, this is stupid. In 2012, what swingman did the Bulls send to the Hawks in the deal that brought Kirk Heinrich back to Chicago? Huge move for the Hawks, actually. The swingman that got sent to Atlanta for Kirk Heinrich. Am I just am I completely blanking on this? Yeah, think about that Atlanta team under Bud that won that won like twenty straight, and then, uh, all five of them were all stars. Man, I'm blanking crazy. I, I'm and I know we never had Joe Johnson on the team. Flamethrower. <laughs> Born to shoot. Oh, threes. um, <laughs> pretty you're boy. About, you're talking about Kyle Korver? Kyle Korver. Yeah, Kyle Korver. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shout out Kyle Korver torch and this one's easy but yeah. just for fun because i love him because of injuries of derrick rose and kirk heinrich what three-time nba slam dunk champion started three, 23 games confidently for the bulls at point guard in 2012 2013 slam dunk. oh come on man nate robinson nate so i used uh, to work I used to, I, used to, I used to work nate in deerfield i used to work in deerfield he'd be at the bank every day like i think he just liked going to the bank but like <laughs> he, so i used to have to do deposits for my old job not yeah. kidding at the bank every day and literally that small like that small he was jacked but that yeah, small be in, the bank with the shirt, be in the bank with the shirt off she was hilarious shout out Nate Robinson yeah Big Nick the Quick out and when he used to work at Deerfield used to see all types of no, Bulls characters see, oh I saw I saw Tibbs and Guard Packs uh, they used to eat lunch at the place next to me all the time Tony Kukoc Kukoc Scal I seen Scal. I chopped up with Scal. He's like, yeah, I don't have a car out here. <laughs> he didn't have a car when he lived in Chicago. His family lived back in Boston. Like, yeah, I see everybody out there. That's funny, man. Yeah. All right. I like it. I love it. No catch up sports talk in Chicago for Big Nick the Quick, Nick Harvey. I'm your host, Sean Little. No catch up sports talk in Chicago. Lock in everywhere. We'll see y'all next week, man. Keep rocking with the content. <laughs>